Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things that you believe to be impossible are, in fact, very much an ontological possibility? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, it is terrifying. You see, we, we are at the fringe of the map, and there's more than just dragons. I... Oh, what's more important? She's actually seen it and lived. No, I have to keep... She didn't want to talk to me then. If I rush down after her, it'll... I could spook her and it's bad. So I just... Go about my business, Adam. Mm-hmm. Screaming on the inside. <laughs> Heracles Melville goes through the archives. I want to pull up the Walsh deaths, mm-hmm. the death of the person in the mine who had organs taken, mm-hmm. any other unusual deaths in the town, and anything I can on her. Okay. I'm going to make your little research sojourn a intelligence investigation Plus three for equipment, the equipment being a library. Excellent. Because I'm looking up rituals, can I access any of my occult ritual skills? Uh, Unfortunately, it's not. uh... All right. So the questions you've given me, you want to know about the Walsh deaths. You want to know about the death of the miner, anything on Shelley. And any unexplainable disappearances. Oh, yeah, it's not real. Okay, yeah, no, fair Yeah, enough. it's not yeah. really related to the occult, at least just yet. <laughs> but Adam, it probably will be. It could potentially become one success. Which dice did you use? <laughs> I used the bad one. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> I, did, I thought they'd come good. I thought we'd roll, roll the bad luck out of them. All right, next time I'll let you pick... Uh, if you want me to roll the bad dice or not, if you think I'm always going to say no to the bad dice. They, remember when they came round? Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, is the one success help? Is that any good? Look, the one success is enough to. I'm going to give you one piece of information. Mm. You can pick. You can pick the Walsh deaths, the death of the miner, anything on Shelley, or the unexplainable di- disappearances. You, I will let you pick. You can learn one thing. Can I have another crack? You can, but this roll took you four hours. Give me the um the death of the miner. There are several deaths. Oh. You find one initial report, but then you find that there have been deaths at both the Barnhall Gold Mine and the Bismarck Goldfields. Both of them have multiple instances. It's 
hard to say how many of them are just genuinely an accident. Actually, I'm going to get you to make another roll, a medicine intelligence roll, so that uh, your medicine is one. My medicine is one and my intelligence is four. Yeah. Oh, would you like the bad dice? Do you think they've come good? Yeah, fucking just use them. One success. <laughs> so, with one success, I will say that you are able to narrow down these the many deaths because there's like, especially in the Bismarck Goldfields, there are a lot of deaths in the Bismarck. Holy Goldfields. shit! You can tell pretty quickly the, that the Bismarck Company just didn't care. As part of your research, you learn that the Bismarck Company was nearly ruined in the early 20th century by just a colossal tidal weight of, of lawsuits leveled against them because of unsafe working conditions. If they thought they could get away with it, they tried to get away with it. It did and, not work. And they thought they could get away with a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking hell. In fact, you probably even at one point find documented evidence of the Bismarck Company trying to bribe the local mayor so that they could set up a police force instead of a normal police force coming in. Oh, wow. It was not great. Wow. The Bismarck-Barnhall feud was more of a clean-cut sort of thing where it was just two companies kind of going at each other, but there were just not a lot of winners in that fight. Jesus. There are just several instances of... Yeah, multiple instances of explosives being stored incorrectly or safety procedures just not being followed and a lot of people were killed in a lot of different, pretty gruesome ways, typically explosion-related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or cave-in-related. Any, uh... uh... But yeah, sorry. So, to go into suspicious deaths. So, you find five suspicious deaths. Five o- deaths... Over the whole history of the Bismarck Gold. Over field. the whole history of the Bismarck and Barnhall... Um, a gold extraction process. Which would be a long period of time, Adam, because they've been here from pretty much day dot. Uh, yeah, they, they were here basically since colonize, uh, colonization. Since the town was settled. Yeah, since yeah. the town was settled is yeah. better, yeah. So the Barnhall gold mine would have the first instance of it where a collapse caused a, a miner to become trapped for a little while until he was able to dislodge himself, but he found himself, or he was found in the long plantation missing one of his arms, presumably, or it says in the documentation that he was attacked by a like an, a, an animal. It does not specify what animal. And you can see that the coroner is quite clearly shocked. It, the coroner just describes him, uh, just describes himself as being shocked by the nature of the wound. Almost like, uh, Adam, there's no trace of bite marks or anything. It's just not there. Basically, yeah. The second instance is in the Bismarck Goldfield, and this would have been a little bit after the Bismarck Goldfields were established, a security guard who worked there late at night was attacked by, it just, in the in the police report, well, it wouldn't have been, it was like the 18th century, so there wouldn't have been a police yeah, report. Yeah, yeah. But the newspaper clipping describes, it as, describes him as an unknown assailant of incredible height. Ah, good, Adam. Good. Attacked the security guard and stole his lips. The third instance, these are all happening, like none of these are closer than, I would say, two decades together. Yeah, these are very well spread apart. Yeah, this starts in like 1830s and then 
Yeah, like the first instance is 1830s, second instance is 1850s, third instance is 1890s yep. sort of thing. Then the third instance was back in the Barnhall gold mine where another security guard was, oh, you also discovered that both the Barnhall gold mine and the Bismarck gold fields had security guards because sabotage from the other was very common. Oh my, they're just, they've just, ugh. So in the Barnhall gold mine, a security guard was attacked again. Once again, it's described as an unknown assailant, but this time the newspaper clipping doesn't have any like sensationalized sort of nature to it. It seems more cut and dry, like just a statement of fact. You actually maybe prefer this writer to the previous one. Uh, I do. The, <laughs> the one flourish in this news article is saying that the security guard's left leg was taken. Hmm. Uh, this one is actually... You find some more documentation about it, and you find that this one was linked to a fixer who used to work for the Bismarck Company, and the fixer was charged, prosecuted, but the entire time he claimed that he had a alibi and that he wasn't there. But a police constable, one Sergeant Barnhall, disagreed. <laughs> oh... Oh, Adam, this town is insane. The fourth instance was a... This would have been like 1910, around then. In 1910, there was a big investigation into the Bismarck Goldfields and how, like, they were... If they were breaking the law. Not for workers, but tax reasons. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because they were definitely breaking the law for workers. A member of the taxation office, of the Strand Taxation Office, was working late at night at the Bismarck Goldfields in their administration office, and he was found dead the next day, missing his tongue and lungs. The assumption being that he was killed by someone involved in the Bismarck people? Another another, uh, fixer connected to the Bismarck company was convicted, and the Bismarck company lost a lot of money in that lawsuit. Was the uh, constable uh, Constable Barnhall or his son? That one does not say who the um, uh, arresting sergeant was or anything like that. The fifth and final suspicious death you find was actually three people. Three people working in the Bismarck Goldfields, and this would have been in the 1940s. Three people working in the Bismarck Goldfields were found dead. They were working overnight. It is presumed by authorities that they were attempting to steal gold from work they were working late at night trying to find something all three of them like i said were found dead in the mine the following morning and one of them was missing a left leg from his knee uh, uh, from below his knee another one was missing two ears and it just says parts of the man's face and fucking hell the third one was found missing all of his body hair. The coroner notes that it was incredibly unusual, but probably an animal attack. Adam, mm? what's the coroner's name on all of these reports? Doesn't say. <sighs> Can I find these, that out? These reports are like maybe span the course of like 150 years. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah. Could I find... You, Adam, what I, actually, actually, what I'm going yeah. to do is I'm going to see if I can go to the first report, find the name of the coroner in the first report. So it's been about four hours at this point. That would be another intelligence. I'm going to call it intelligence medicine this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, good dice or? Some good dice this time, good please. Dice? Right. Yeah. 
Oh, there you go. One, two. Oh, look. It's almost like the other dice are shit, Adam. Well, tell you what, they come good sometimes, don't they? Mm -hmm. So with four successes, you find that there is no connection between any of the coroners. You find the names of the different coroners. You maybe even trace some of... You get like family lineage sort of stuff out. You find one of the coroners has like... It's like a third cousin of the Barnhall family, but that's the closest any of them get. None of them are connected. No, none of them are connected. Adam, what I really want to know is... The coroners are actually typically out of towners. Okay, I was going to say, oh, not out of town. What, I was, what I was hoping is I was yeah. going to look at a photo of the coroner from the 1850s and see that, oh, they look exactly the same as the coroner from the 1930s. Yeah, no, there doesn't seem to be any relation between the coroner and the Barnhall family. All right, no, that's good. Okay, so it, these attacks are split pretty evenly between the Bismarck and the Barnhall, mm-hmm. uh, but the, the really bad one happened at the Bismarck the, with the three people. Yes, that was at the Bismarck Oldfields. They connected. What connected, sorry? The two mines. They're not, are they? They're separate. Well, in your research, would have probably learnt that... the So the Barnhall Gold Mine was the first one here. Yep. The Barnhall family, as the story says, came here searching for gold, found a gold vein, a very rich one, started tapping it, and then the Bismarck Company came in. The Bismarck Company... Well, the Barnhall Company were not happy because they thought that it was one big vein. The Bismarck Company contended that it was two separate veins and that they were allowed... because. Uh, the claiming rights were, were, if you find a vein, you own all of that vein. Yeah, correct. The Bismarck Company insists, or insisted that there were two veins, and it was like a, it was a legal dispute that happened from 1850 up until 1969 when both companies were dissolved. Jesus. Because... It's just one. It's just one vein. It's a lie. Oh yeah, it probably. You find a bunch of reports where people were like, "It's probably one vein. It's just <laughs> almost definitely one vein." And then maybe you find some minor reports where they're like, "Yeah, we kept digging, and then we found ourselves in the Bismarck gold fields." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is good, Adam, because if they're connected, it means that if there's a thing living in the tunnels, it can move. Yes, you both definitely places. learn that there are very firm reports that the Barnhall gold mine and the Bismarck gold fields are connected. Now, oh, this makes sense. These people are stumbling into a, into a mining field. If you are a creature from the near the worlds of beyond, you're probably hiding in a cave. Why did you go after that family? Did they go near your cave? Are you, are you getting hungry and greedy? You had not had anything to eat since they closed the mine down. I got to talk to Miss Shelley. Um... All right, it's infuriating that I don't know how the Walsh... Well, I know how the Walshers died, but I couldn't find the official. Your extra search into the coroners probably took you an hour, maybe two hours, actually. What's time now, about three o'clock, four o'clock? Mm, four o'clock. Uh, I head back down to the... I the lower level, the notes, main library, yeah. Head back down to the main library area. Who is down there at the desk? Both of the librarians are there. Shelley and... Uh, Shelley, yes. And Miss and Jeanette, who I don't like. Miss Edwards. Jeanette. Annette. Annette. Oh, whoops. Wah, wah, wah. Ah, I combined Jennifer and Annette, who both hate me. That seems likely. Why, ladies, thank you very much for your uh, access to your uh, research facility. I, I found it. This is directed completely at Shelley. Mm-hmm. Incredibly revealing. Thank you. You're welcome. Question off. Are you able to make copies of some of those print things? I put them back because I wasn't sure of the procedure in place. Shelly nods. She stands up and uh, uh, gestures for the papers. Excellent. Uh, I actually left them upstairs. 
I'm going to get you to make expression composure. Okay. So this is one. No, two. Two. All right. Two. She nods and gets up to go with you. Excellent. So we head back upstairs. Is there anyone else around? No, the library is closing down right now. Uh, In fact, probably Annette, uh, as you're leaving, says, don't forget, we're closing soon. Oh, don't you worry. I'll I'll be out of your hair as soon as I get these last bits and pieces. Okay. So I head upstairs. I get out. What I want is, I guess, I'm hoping to take some of the materials home so that I could do some more research back home to learn about the Walshers. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically. Okay. So I guess any of, the, any of the papers that I was looking through them in yep. is what I'm photo. Absolutely. Copy. Thank you once again, Shirley, for, for your assistance earlier with, you know, getting me set up with these archives. They have been most, most helpful to my research. It's uh, fine. No uh, worries, dear. What are you doing after this? I am going home. My old bones... Can't do much else. Would you like a cup of tea with me before you head home? I feel I might be in a better position to pick the brains of the head librarian. She gives you a very analytical look. Maybe for an hour. That would be all I would need. Uh, please, I, I feel it's so informal that I'm calling you Shelley when, when we barely know one another. What is your surname? My name is Smith. Ellie <laughs> Smith. Fuck. I thought it was going to be a big reveal like Bismarck or Barnhall. Dun, dun, dun. Smith. <laughs> My name is Shelly Patchwork Man. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> well, Miss Smith, uh, it is a pleasure to meet you. And once we get, why don't we get this wrapped up quick? Quickly, so we can both get out of here and I can treat you to a cup of tea. All right, then. That sounds nice. Excellent. I gather the, those papers of what I was after, and then I assume I leave the library with Shelly? Yeah. I, uh, no, I'm not going to say anything to Annette. She hates me. As you're leaving, Shelly and Annette exchange pleasantries. You're maybe there till, I would actually say you're there till 4.30 because Shelly and Annette. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. At, you know, like, close up, basically. That's fine. You're maybe waiting by the door. It's got, uh, it's, you know, the type of afternoon where it sets at about 4 p.m. And yep. you, you've got that, like, the last rays of light coming into a building. Almost like what's happening outside behind us, Adam. Almost like what's happening right now. Mm. You get, uh, that's basically happening. You're having, like, a, it feels almost surreal. Uh, I'm ready to go whenever Shelly is, Adam. She finishes up. You leave together. You're going back to the motel? Yes. Yes. You return to the motel with Shelly. Now, how do you like your tea, Shelly? Without milk, teaspoon of honey, please. I don't know if I have any of those ingredients, Adam. You know what? The hotel would obviously stock tea. You don't have honey, but you have, like, you can make tea. You've got a, a kettle and tea bags. I'm afraid I do not have any honey for you, Miss, Miss Smith. That's fine. Now, uh, I suppose... You strike me as a rather sharp individual, Miss Smith. A keen eye for detail. Person who, well, when she sees something amiss, notices that it is amiss almost immediately. I can imagine that if we were playing a spot the difference game, why you'd spot those differences in under 30 seconds. Would that be an accurate uh, guesstimation? Shelley, who was sitting on your bed, stands up, moves over to the window and starts looking out the window at the... The cars driving past, people returning home from work and such, kids walking back from school. And she says, I like to think of myself as an observant person. Yes. You asked me back in the library who I am. Now, I told you my name is Heracles Melville and I'm a researcher, but that wasn't what you wanted to know, was it, Miss Smith? No. You wanted to know why I'm in your town. You wanted to know why I'm really in your town. How about I do a deal with you, Miss Smith? In exchange for coffee and an answer to your question, you just have to give me an answer of my own. Does that seem fair? She turns away from the window and looks at you. You want to know about the creature that did this. You got away, didn't you? I it didn't get away. It didn't kill me. There's a difference. I understand. I understand the difference. Through my, well then I guess, a piece of information for a piece of information. I'm in this town because of that creature. I saw the report into Young Jun's oh, death. I know why you're here. While you did your research, I did mine. <laughs> ah! Oh, Adam. <laughs> Miss Shelley, I, I have to admit that I may have underestimated your talents, and for that I am deeply apologetic. Well, then you already know all the answers you could possibly need, unless you have all the questions. You needn't trade with me. I will help you like I helped Walsh. 
fuck, Adam. Oh, I just got all tingly. Greg Walsh. Yes. You helped him avenge the death of his family. He needed information on what he hunted. What was he hunting? Something old. Something ancient. Something maybe not even human. Though it takes our form. No, it is. It is not human, Miss Smith. It, I believe the creature, and maybe you've done your own investigation into this, but I believe the creatures. Well, it was revered as some kind of god in the South Americas before it eventually ran into a bit of trouble with Christopher Columbus and snuck further north into the Americas where it was plucked to be taken to London to be examined. However, I do not think it got on a ship to London. Shelley opens her purse and draws a folder out of it, a thick folder. She places the folder on your bedside table. No, on the bed, actually. Opens it up and starts sliding out articles and old photographs. We found the first recordings of it in the 11th century during the Crusades. My God. Peter the Hermit, one of the first Crusades leaders, speaks of the prowess of a surgeon called the Master of Medicine. That lines up with the information that Columbus was seeking. He was seeking a Master of Medicine. After this, you can see she starts scattering like different excerpts from old books. You see none of it is written in English, or at least none of it is written in modern-day English, but all of the writings have like a translation in the same old spider scroll handwriting right next to them. Sometimes you see notations around the sides in a different handwriting, and you recognize it as Walsh's handwriting. So some of this is Walsh and some of this is... She did the translations. Walsh, in the margins, writes things when it's useful. So, for example, in one of the excerpts, it talks about how the master of medicine walked in. His strange gait was true and all the stories. Something, something about maybe the way he walks. And then in the margins, you see that Walsh has scrolled an extra thing where he's like something about tracking it, basically. He's like, ah, good. Then blah, 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 blah. Then I if can it look at like this, I can look at its footprints being yeah. X amount of distance apart. Yeah. Basically, she does the translation and then he will find things in the translation that helps he him. He interpretates the research. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then we see texts referring to a master of medicine able to save sick patients during the Black Death from 1342 to 53, exercising... uh, Here she, like, points at something specifically and directly quotes, exercising the disease using only a knife and knowledge. Then she starts showing you the sorts of th- the she basically shows you the research that you already have a lot more in depth. She's had a lot more time to work on this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she shows you hitching a ride with Columbus all the way to the Americas, and then from there you kind of know the story. She also is unsure of how it got from the Americas to Australia. That part is just she has the same evidence of like uh, the assumption that I have, which is that it jumped ship literally. Yeah. 
Or, well, there are several different assumptions. She's not 100% sure. And she and Walsh, you can see, went back and forth over whether or not did it actually get to Britain. And then from Britain, was it sent here? He liked to call it the patchwork man. Yeah, I've seen that called that in other other reports. You can see here in the tales of the Black Death, it was able to remove entire parts of the human body and anatomy safely and without killing the patient. So either it's gotten sloppy in its old age or... It wants them dead. It didn't use the parts it took. They were diseased. That at least hurts it. That's what that's what Walsh was trying to do. He gave it his lungs so that it would get sick. So he's dead then. Um, Michelle, I, I apologize. I get caught up in the... The investigation and the research. I must extend you were his friend. When we finish this conversation today, then perhaps you should head down to the police station and tell them you've heard rumors of kids breaking into the Walsh house. Unfortunately, he made his last stand in that house and he did not come back. He would always hike. He loved hiking. But after it happened... He began hunting, and he would hunt for longer and longer and longer. And then he went, and I didn't see him, uh, and I assumed the worst, but... He gave it a good kick, though, Miss Walsh. He, he was sick, had lung cancer by the sounds or something like that. He gave the creature his lungs. If it took the lungs into its own body, which... It may have done so if he was dead, my understanding. It has a chance that it is sick too, weakened. When did it attack you? I was a little girl, only nine. This is before the Walsh incidents, of course. Much longer before. What happened? I was... Visiting my father at the Barnhole Gold Mine. I knew it. Late at night. I'm sure you've done the same research. A lot of those miners that died were in between the two mines. Now, I might be wading into a conflict that I know nothing about, but I guarantee you that vein of gold was one vein and not two. The mines were connected and it has been roaming those tunnels. Now, now, Jude Carroll would walk home from his job at the mayor's office through a back trail that took him right through the gold mine. His body was found in the train tracks, but that is not where his body was caught. Shelley is walk pacing. As you're speaking, she paces up and down. She seems obviously agitated. So he, he stumbles through the mine on his way home and accidentally encounters this creature. You, yourself, when you were nine years old, were heading to the mine to see your father. Please, Michelle, continue. <laughs> My father told me to wait outside while he did something. He was gone maybe only ten minutes. That's all it took. <clears throat> it fell upon me. You can see as she's 
still pacing backwards and forwards. You can see she looks incredibly agitated, like furious, mad, like animated. As she talks, she starts stabbing the air with her bony finger. Where it would be. Uh, no, she's just, just like to, just like as a gesture, almost like a, a tick, like a conversational tick. It would have killed me if my father had not intervened. I nearly died. He, it nearly killed me. I'm going to get you to make a medicine wits check. How important is this medicine wits check? Don't you dare pick up those green dice, you piece of shit. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say. Okay. No successes. Fuck. <laughs> it left and it stood up and was about... To finish the job, but my father shot it in the arm. It turned and ran. It leapt. It was so quick, so fast, so strong. Michelle, sit down. Drink your she tea. She turns around to you. You can see that there's like foam around her mouth. I'm going to get you to make another wits medicine check. Yeah, yeah. Put some willpower on this one, Adam. All right. <laughs> She's having a stroke. Yeah, no, I realised something bad was happening. Um, can I try to sit her down and immediately call an ambulance while I'm talking to her? You sit her down, maybe try to calm her down. I'm going to make that a dexter... No, I'm going to make that medicine composure. Michelle, I need you to take a breath. She starts calming down, but then she falls over. Fuck you, Adam. Fuck you. Ah. Um, I call an ambulance and immediately do some first aid. All right, that's because dexterity medicine. I have a first aid kit. Uh, first aid kit that I think you have the first level, so that's plus one. Yep. So you get uh, one for your dexterity, one for medicine, one for the first aid kit, three dice. Come on. Uh, you keep her, well, she is alive when yeah. the paramedics arrive. You hear the siren coming down the road. It's is she the, conscious? She's not conscious, no. She's lost consciousness. Fuck. It is very touch and go. You are trying, you know, like safety positions and stuff like that. You're trying everything you know how to deal with this. But unfortunately, she... Uh, she's having you, a stroke. She, she needs a fucking doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She and I am a not a doctor. A hospital. There's only so much you can do with a first aid kit. You hear the ambulance and you feel like a not complete relief. You're still high up and tense right now, but you're like, the ambulance is here. It's about to be, there's about to be paramedics here. Just for the paramedics walk in, mm-hmm. Adam, I get all of the research that she laid out under the bed and I shove it under the covers. All right, cool. <laughs> you can hear paramedics running around outside. I open the door. Over here, sir. Sir, in here. The two paramedics rush in. They've got like a makeshift stretcher with them as well. We were just having a conversation and she was reliving a past childhood trauma and she became quite agitated and distressed. And that's when I called you as I believe she has had a stroke. They keep her stable, put her on the portable stretcher and they wheel her out to the ambulance. They're rushing as quickly as possible. One of the paramedics turns to you and maybe says something about that you did a really good job. We've got it from here. Do you need any information about anything? What hospital are you taking to her? Taking her to? We're taking her to the Rockfield Regional. All right, thank you. Um, here's my phone number. Uh, 
just pass it along to either her or the nurses. She doesn't have any family. Uh, let her contact me, I suppose, if she wakes up. We will. Thank you, young man. They wheel her out, put her in the ambulance, drive away. It seems like it's going to be okay. The paramedics definitely knew what they were doing. And you think that she stands a decent chance. You don't... Look, there's no such thing as a good stroke. But you think everything... This is the best stroke she could have had. This is the best circumstances possible, considering where she was. Yep. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.